0: LW Sports at the half finds the Bad Axe Hatchets on top by one point, seven to six after 24 minutes of play. One defensive touchdown for the Bad Axe Hatchets. One offensive touchdown for the Lakers. Dave Hanson, you have all the details.
1: A defensive touchdown was the first score of the game. It was on the first series the Lakers had on their second play. Jake McPhee strips Logan Collison Russell and takes it 53 yards to Pater The extra point is good and at the end of the first quarter the Badax Hatchets lead 7-0. The only score came with five minutes to go in the second quarter when Kretschmer runs it in from two yards away and the two-point conversion fails and Bad X would maintain that lead 7-6 to six at the half.
0: So we've seen now with that interception at the end of the first half, we've seen Lakers cough up the ball twice, technically. Now, that's how Bad X won the game in Lakers. Badax had an to- a, a, a insurmountable amount of fumbles and interceptions and loose balls in that ball game. We're starting to kind of see that happen here as well. Jake McPhee, that was a man's play there, running the ball 53 yards, stripping it down <laughs> and then just going down the field. But... What does Banex need to do in the second half to keep Lakers at bay? Lakers really can't find a rhythm here in this ballgame yet.
1: They have to be aware of the passing game. Uh, I know that uh, McCain just threw a pick here at the end, but that was just desperation heaving down the field. So that one you can you can put a, a whiteout over that. It doesn't really matter. But Lakers has fumbled the ball numerous times. The ball has hit the turf multiple times, four or five times. Uh, now they've recovered them or... They were ruled down by contact, but that ball is loose. And if you're the Badex Hatchets, that's a sign. You have to go after that football. Don't be afraid to swing at it as you're trying to make a tackle. But if you're the Lakers, you have to take care of the football. But neither team has been able to run the football. It's been a stalemate. If you see a nine-yard run, it's followed up by a two-yard loss. Uh, There's just not going to be a ton of stats for us to talk about. And it's really been two big plays. It's it's a strip um, of the running back taken to the house and we had a third and 20, which nobody should complete a third and 20. <laughs> they got 60 yards on the play on a broken pass play. Everybody here in the stadium and at home knew they were going to try to throw the football there, and a wide-open receiver gets them in the red zone, and then that running game was able to get a couple yards and punch it in eventually. So what you saw is is, is a dead-even a dead game. That's what we have saw so far. Neither team wants to grab this game and take the lead. It's back and forth, and it's who makes the least mistakes. And right now, the Bad X Hatchets are the team that has made the least amount of mistakes.
0: Lakers with 93 yards total, total offense. Bad X with 47 yards on 17 plays, averaging 2.8 yards per play. The Lakers on 22 plays for 93 yards, they're averaging 4.2, but do have those two turnovers in the first half. When we return, we'll take a look at the individual stats and game trends from this first 24 minutes of play in the first round of the MHSA playoffs in Division 7. The Bad Axe Hatches hosting the Elton Pigeon Bay Lakers. And at halftime, it's Bad Axe 7, Lakers 6. On your home for high school football, the WLEW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, Rochelle Ramsey, and Dan Banky with your call tonight. From the county seat of Huron, Bad Axe, Michigan, the Bad Axe Hatchets hosting the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. It is 7-6 at halftime after 24 minutes of play. Let's take you through the first half stats individually. Leading the way for the Bad Axe Hatchets, Corbin Legault, 5 carries, 31 yards for the Hatchets, averaging 6 yards per carry. Carrying the ball 33% of the time. Blake Talaski with the other third with five carries for seven yards. And Griffin Meinhold another five carries for loss of three on the play. Griffin Meinhold through the air. Two for two for 12 yards. Completion 100% tonight so far. Receiving the ball, Corbin Galt once for 11 yards. And Jake McPhee one reception for one yard. On for the Lakers. 93 total yards of offense on 22 plays. 17 of those rushing the ball. Five attempts on passing the game. One completion tonight for 60 yards in the hands of Zach Kretschmer. Rushing the ball, Zach Kretschmer also leading that category. Six carries for the Lakers for 20 yards. Ethan Wisner, nine carries for 14 yards. Mind you, Kretschmer has won the lone touchdown tonight for the Lakers on rushing the ball. And Logan Collison-Russell, one carry for no gain, one fumble. And Connor McCain, one carry for a loss of one of the play. Dave Hansen, your thoughts? There's
1: not much to talk about. The, the play to talk about is the 3rd uh, and 20 completion that Connor McCain had on Zach Kretchburn Yes, it was a busted assignment by the Bad Axe defense, but that's 60 yards. If you take that one play away, the Lakers have run 21 plays for 30, 33 yards. If you take that play away. But that 60-yard pass is also more than the Bad Axe hatchets could accumulate on their entire offensive first half. They only had 47 yards of offense. So you take that one explosive play out of this game The best offensive play we had was Jake McPhee stripping the running back and taking it to the house to start this game. Otherwise, it's been a glorified rugby match of runs for no gain and then punting it away, field position damage. And Micah Gordon, if it wasn't for that play by Jake McPhee, michael gordon might be your player of the game at the first half (laughs) setting the field position tone for that offense and for the defense of the hatchets pushing the laker offense back
0: on defense bad has 15 total tackles four of those for a loss two tip passes and one interception on defense for the lakers 24 total tackles four tackles for a loss as well and nothing else in any category penalties bad has four of them for 30 yards averaging seven and a half per penalty lakers three penalties for them for a total of 20 yards, averaging 6.7 per penalty. Leading the way for the Laker defense, no surprise here, Colton Ovidas with five tackles, one tackle for a loss for five yards. Garrett Bowles, four tackles, one tackle for a loss. And Peyton Kinney, three tackles and one tackle for a loss. Mason Williams and Dalton Hreske, as well as Logan Collison russell Luke Braun, each with two tackles, and Mason Dubes with one tackle. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, Micah Gordon leading the way with three tackles and one tackle for a loss, as well as Jake McPhee, exactly the same, three tackles and one tackle for a loss. Jensen Emmerich, two tackles, one tip pass and one interception. Blake Tulaski, two tackles, one tackle for a loss. Griffin Meinhold, one tackle and one tip pass. Andrew Austin Vollmering, and Sam Haas, one tackle, and Sam Haas also has one tackle for a loss.
1: Jensen Emmerich's done a nice job in the secondary for the Hatchets because I, I don't believe that that deep pass was his assignment. I think he was deep safety, and he was covering the other side of the field. But outside of that, he's got a pick. He's deflected another pass, and then the other side of the ball, you can't say enough about Colton Ayavidas. He's, he's all over the field, in on every tackle. He's leading any defensive player with tackles with six on the game, one of them for a five-yard loss. So he's been the, the star on defense for them. And uh, based on the coin toss, the Hatchets will kick it off here in the second half. So with a seven to six lead, the Lakers will get the football to start this second half in a one point ball game that has been an absolute stalemate so
0: far Lakers will be receiving the ball deep back for them would be Mason Dubes and number 29 for them there is no 29 that might be 28 austin strahan the kick comes in at the 20 yard line brought in by garrett Bowles, and he comes to midfield he gets he gets tripped up at the 35 and falls forward to the 38 yard line stop made by toby mcphee defensive end on defense six foot four 225 pounds senior first and ten for lakers trailing seven to six
1: absolutely and uh, i think the, the one you're looking for back there was 23 was there that we i should have known that <laughs> a bigger name there but Nonetheless, a pretty good field position. Nice return there by Bowles. They're going to mark him down at his own 39, so not bad return. And we'll see if... After that halftime Chad, if either one of these offenses can find their own way and see and, and sustain a drive and put up some points,
0: Lakers sticking to the double wing but sending wide to the right. Garrett Bowles pitch to Zach Kretschmer rolling around the right end, has a lead blocker, flags fly all over the place, and he's up. Ended across midfield at the Benex 48-yard line. Tackle made by Jensen Emmerich out of the secondary, but there are flags back of the 37-yard line, back of the original line of scrimmage.
1: And it's one of those plays where they're probably going to call holding or block in the back. And that running play goes to the right, and they're going to call the offensive lineman on the left side of the line.
0: So it is a block in the back, I do you believe, due to the first signal there, at the 39-yard line. So it'll be 10 yards from here. And now we have the official word. Holding. Offense.
2: 10-yard penalty. From the spot of the fall, replay first down
0: so it is indeed holding Pushes him back 10 yards from the 39 back to the 29 yard line at first in 20 for the youngton pigeon bayport lakers to start the second half 11:47 left in the third quarter
1: weston bulls and colton ayavidas are on that side of the ball one of them is the guilty party but that's a tough penalty to take when the play is going the opposite side
0: of where the penalty was called same exact call here zach kretschmer gets the pitch and bad X with much different outcome as number 44 Carson Afford brings him down at the original line of scrimmage for no gain. They might edge him out to the 34-yard line there. Second down in 20 upcoming for the Lakers deep in their own territory
1: that time uh, Toby McPhee over there does a nice job he does not get sealed off he gets outside before the offensive lineman can and does not allow the running back to get to the sideline on that sweep and that allows his the rest of his defenders led by Carson Affer when the running back changes directions and has to go upfield now Carson Affer was there to meet him for a loss on the play
0: second down and 20 from their own 29 yard line in motion, Connor McCain looking back to pass, throws to the near sideline, is open to Garrett Bowles, but he cannot bring in the pass. Wide open, in his own 35-yard line could not reel it in, and that will be a drop for Garrett Bowles in an incomplete pass for Connor McCain. Third down and 20.
1: I'm not sure what you can do for Connor McCain. That was a well thrown ball, and the play was designed to disguise everybody going to the right. There were two or three receivers running to the Laker sideline, and Garrett Bowles from that right side sneaks behind the line and comes all the way across the field, probably designed to him. 20 was in coverage. That's Blake Tulaski. He was really nowhere near him, and Garrett Bowles. That ball looked like it hit him in both hands and hits the turf, wanted to look upfield and find where he was going before he actually caught the ball. It wasn't a deep
0: throw, but I think he would have got
1: 5 to 10 yards
0: and really made this third down short. Too wide to the left, one to the right. McCain throwing downfield once again to Ethan Wisner. It is brought in at the 44-yard line. The pass is complete. They convert on a third and 20, and they get the first down marker beyond another eight yards beyond that. A 28-yard pass into Wisner's hands, brought down by Blake Talansky out of the secondary, Move the chains, flip the field for the Elks Pigeon Bayport Lakers.
1: There is no doubt in McCain's mind where he was throwing the football as he snaps the ball, looks right, and instinctively looks left and throws it up in the air. And Ethan Wisner, even though he may look like an offensive lineman, goes up into triple coverage and hauls that pass down for a huge completion and that's their second time tonight on a third and 20 that they've
0: gotten the first down Horetzky and wisner wide left wide right would be bulls mccain out of the pistol throwing down this one is blocked at their line of scrimmage tipped by that front seven of the bad axe hatchets incomplete second down and 10 from the bad axe 43 yard line second down and 10
1: not sure if that was the, the younger McPhee, that was Jake McPhee, or if that was uh, Carson. That was,
0: Toby, that was Toby McPhee. Toby
1: McPhee, there you go. It was one of them. They they got their hands up, and that's what you got to do as a defensive lineman. Don't allow that quarterback to have clear throwing lanes, and even though you're blocked out of the play not going to get a sack, he does the right thing, get those paws up in the air, and the ball falls harmlessly to the ground. Incomplete. Second down and 10 for the Lakers.
0: Cassidy leads Reese in the second quarter 22-6 to six, five minutes before the half. Too wide to left, Crutchford now in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep for Crutchford, coming around the right end, trying to find something to go in, and Blue Jerseys chase him down after about a two-yard gain out to the 41 of Bad Ax. 2 Two-yard gain now steps a third down and eight. Tackle made by number three, Corbin Galt, as well as Micah Gordon out of the secondary, third down and eight.
1: You have to have excellent stamina to run this offense because Jay Kretschmer ran about 30 yards to gain two. <laughs> That's just how it's designed. He's behind the left tight end. He comes in motion and a jet sweep, and that ball is snapped, and he takes the handoff from the quarterback at full head of steam. But unfortunately for him, he's running north and south, and uh, he's not gaining any progress. When he turns upfield, he gets two, and he's swarm tackled by that bad X defense.
0: Lakers now coming out more. What of, of a pro cent with Kretschmer behind McCain. Staying in the pocket, looking past. Has Jake McPhee rolling him down, and he throws this downfield and is brought in by Garrett Bowles at the 29-yard line. They say it is caught and moved the chains. A first down conversion on third down once again for the Lakers. Move the chains to the 29. Wow. Uh,
1: McCain makes a heck of a play on this. They sell the play action, but McPhee gets into the backfield. He's able to spin out of that sack and gain just enough separation to load back and fire that football down the field. He finds Garrett Bowles, and at full extension, Garrett Bowles is able to go up in the air and haul that pass in. They rule it a catch and a first down when the Lakers really needed
0: one. 12-yard reception to Bowles. First and 10 from the 29-yard line. Pitch to Kretschmer Coming around the right end, once again, turns up field. He has positive yards. Almost with the first down and gets wrapped up at the 20-yard line by number 60 for the Bad defense sam haas defensive guard 5'10, 185 pound junior second down in very manageable second down yard after a nine yard game
1: ethan wisner is the lead blocker in this play and he absolutely eliminates cody's call from the play a great block he sets the edge and that allows kretschmer to get upfield and get a nice gain on first down looks like they're going to give him nine yards second down and one with eight thirty to go in the third quarter
0: sandusky leads st charles at halftime 54 nothing Definitely going to hit the over on that one. Handoff right up the gut to Ethan Wisner trying to get that first down, but Badax there on the spot and gives him maybe six inches, nothing more, all the way down to the 20-yard line when all said it done. And a whole slew of Badax hatches in there including Luke Schimber and Cody Bailey on that front line. Third down and a yard to go still for the Lakers. And it
1: just t- depends on the spot. He didn't need a lot, but didn't get a lot either. So they are going to say third down and probably less than a football to go as it was just an old-fashioned rugby play with that fullback being so close to the quarterback. He doesn't have a lot of momentum when he gets the football, and he's banking on those offensive tackles to move that defense. They don't, and he gets no game.
0: Lakers needs about two feet here on the other side of the 19. Hand off to Zach Kretschmer. Gets out one tackle, gets out a second tackle, has the first down, and gets down inside of the 10 down to the 8-yard line. A nice 12-yard pickup for the junior running back. And tackle made by Blake Talaski as well as Luke Schimber for Bannack's defense. Move the chains first and goal from the 9.
1: The risk-reward with this Lakers offense when you put those running backs behind the tight ends is when they get the ball... They are probably about four yards behind the line of scrimmage. So on third down and inches, when you hand it to Crutchmer, he needs four and a half yards to get the first down. And he had to make uh, Toby McPhee miss and Micah Gordon miss on that play to Evil just to get the first down. But once he made them miss around the right side, then it was a sprint, and he was able to turn it into a 12-yard gain, tight, walk, tight walking down that sideline.
0: Ubley leads Brown City 36-0 at halftime. Back to the double wing. Pitch to Logan Carlson. Russell coming the opposite side to the left side in Baddix stops forward momentum down to the six-yard line. It'll be a three-yard gain. Tangle made by Baddix's 56 Austin Vollmering, defensive guard, junior, for the Hatchets, second down, goal to go. From they're going to say Mark down at the seven. Been
1: watching. That's Callison Russell's first touch since that turnover in the first half. But hey, it's only a matter of time before you have to utilize everybody in this offense. If you're not going to use them, then you got to put somebody else in. So I like the fact that they're going to get him back and in, involved in the offense because they've done an excellent job on Wisner on this drive. And other than and Kretschmer has gotten loose on him a little bit. So if that's the play that's going to work, it should work around the other way. But that time Bad defense does a good
0: job. Second and goal from the seven man in motion crutchmer to the right back to pass throws down to the end zone in and out of the hands looks like of zach crutchmer there cannot bring that in actually 18 garrett Bowles. garrett Bowles and trying to bring that one up was completely extended was hit as the ball came in incomplete and now will be a fourth down or excuse me third or fourth down here
1: should be third down
0: third down and goal
1: yeah. that time uh, the throw was made under duress that defensive line led by the the double dose of McFees was in the backfield. McCain unloads the football, and unfortunately for Bowles, the ball is a little high, and it's thrown a little behind him, and he might have mistimed his jump a little bit, but when you leap that high in the air, you are vulnerable to a defensive back hitting you, so everything working against Garrett Bowles, and that ball slips through his hands
0: safely to the turf. Pitch two. Zach Gretzford trying to find that right edge, and Badax closes shopped up uh, early on a Friday, and they bring them down at the 8-yard line for loss of a yard. Corbin Legault leading the charge for the Badax defense. Lakers now facing a fourth and goal from the 7, maybe the 8-yard line, with 5.47 left in the third quarter, trailing 7-6 to to Badax.
1: These defenses up front, the front 5, front 7, are equally matched tonight. They're just not giving an inch. And on third down and five to go to get in the end zone, they call Kretschmer's number coming from left to right. That jet sweep around the right side, and there is just badass hatchet defenders all over the place. Kretschmer keeps bouncing it outside, looking for an opening, and I think he could have kept going right into the parking lot, and he would have found nothing.
0: Lakers spraying things out too wide to the left one to the right McCain in the pistol throwing down in the end zone into Wisner's hands touchdown Lakers 5-12 left in the third quarter and Ethan Wisner brings in the pass from Connor McCain and Lakers finds their first lead of the night with five twelve left in the third quarter, it's Lakers twelve, Bad X seven two point conversion upcoming. You
1: were in the right household, Clark. Yes. They would have been accepting of that. I'm sure it's he's not the first tonight. time I'm sure it's not the first time he's been called <laughs> that, but so what you see is man to man on defense all the way across, and Jensen Emmerich, the speedy defensive back, is in coverage and he's giving about eight yards worth of wiggle room and all Ethan Wisner has to do is look him right in the eyes and he plants that left foot like he is going to go to the outside and it's just a slant right to the middle of the field and McCain times it perfectly easy throw and catch for a touchdown
0: going to handoff to Ethan Wisner down to the goal line is he in no he is down at the half yard line the two-point conversion is no good so it remains a five-point lead for the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers 12 to 7 Lakers leads Banax 5-12 left in the third quarter right here on your home for high school Football, the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. On the ranch, all momentum swinging to the Lakers. They go for the onside kick. It went 10 yards. In fact, it went 12 yards. And then number 20, Logan Carlson Russell scoops it up on a squib grounder onto the 48-yard line, brings it in, and it's first and 10. Logan Carlson Russell kicked it as well for the Lakers. First and 10 for the Green and White on offense on the plus side of the field.
1: That is a play that all coaches, especially veteran coaches, uh, have in the in the playbook whenever they need it. And you catch the bad act special teams leaning back they're ready to set up for a big return for their special teams and when he takes that big kick and just barely hits the top of the football it tumbles forward and when you're leaning back it's hard to change direction and the kicker recovers it
0: crutchford jumps back inside on the pitch going to the right side he gets out for two hard fought yards out to the 46 yard line for a two-yard gain that number 52 toby mcphee defensive end making the stop six and four 225 pounds senior Second down and eight upcoming for the Lakers, leading twelve to seven, four minutes and fifty seconds left in the third quarter. Bad X making some substitutions. Connor McCain gets the call from Steve Verberg.
1: X making good adjustments on this defense. They're they slide in when they feel it's a down where Wisner gets the ball, and when they feel like it's a Kretschmer play, those ends really stretch themselves out, making it hard to get around the outside. Kretschmer makes the proper adjustment there. If the McPhee boys are going to keep spreading out wider, when you get the ball, you got to cut up field where they have left their
0: position. It's a pitch to and handoff to Zach Kretschmer on the end around, and he can't get much, but he gets out for about three, maybe four yards, brought down by Corbin the Galt. For the Bad Axe defense. Third down and manageable. Third down and four upcoming for the Lakers. On that far side, Clock stops, or actually Clock continues to roll at four tap.
1: So it's like a chess match. You're seeing that defensive line spread out and guess when Kretschmer's gonna get the ball. And if they spread out too far, that offensive line has has not been able to seal off the edges, and that's why Kretschmer's been tackled on the backfield multiple times. But that the play before, he learned that if I don't have the outside, I gotta cut it upfield and get two or three when I can. That time he had the sideline. He took it and got three or four,
0: third down and short. Lakers had the ball this entire third quarter so far. Pitched to the opposite side to Logan, Collison, Russell. And he tries, and there's flags flying. He breaks out his one tackle, still dragging his defenders across the 35 and finally brought down to the 33. That is a first down gain before the flag from the 41 down to the 34. And Dalton Horeski is going to be called here, more than likely on the hold. And this will negate the first down run from... Logan Carlson russell on the reverse, and this will push him back for 10 yards from the spot of the foul, which is at the 45 across midfield to the 45 of Lakers' on territory. Holding!
2: Offense! 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Replay third down.
0: The official's somehow voice is getting louder as the night progresses here. We continue to pull this mic down, and he's with more vim and vigor throughout the entire night here. The colder it gets, the more he feels he has to talk louder. Yeah, the, the air is thin. It's the opposite. Third and 17 coming up here for the Lakers at their own 45 now after that 10-yard penalty.
1: So what you saw is they, they obviously fake it and then misdirect. They actually pitch a, like a sweep or a pitch out to uh, Collison Russell the other way, and uh, he, he would have had enough for the first down, but you know, and we got a false start here on Crunch the wide receiver. In
0: motion and we have a false start against Lakers. That'd be number 19, Dalton Horetsky. So
1: a start
2: offense five yard penalty remains
0: third down so now the first the line of scrimmage is the 40 yard line first down marker I'm pretty sure is at lackey road this time just keep going farther. just keep going (laughs) further we're past pinabogging almost 325 left here in the third lakers leading 12 to 7 but they have a third in a long ways to go but they've converted on two of these already tonight
1: these are those moments where you hope dalton horetsky makes a really big catch because he just cost his team 15 yards in the last two penalties
0: connor mccain looking to pass now he's going to keep it for himself and he calls his own number and he's going to result in a loss of a yard back to the 39 yard line two blue jerseys in there for the bad eggs hatchets that would be sam haas and austin volmering both defensive guards for the bat front line, and this will result in a fourth down in a country mile from their own 39.
1: That was a design quarterback draw, and I and I, I understand why you do it, but you've had a couple deep throws, and they... They were no-brainer throws. It's 3rd and 20. We're just going to heave it down the field, right? I'm surprised that they didn't just try it again and allow their playmakers, guys like Ethan Wisner, to go up and locate the football and try to get a big game. But instead, they're going to punt it away.
0: So Logan Carlson Russell's punt is high. And it's going to be fair caught at the 35-yard line by Griffin Meinhold. And Bad X will start out first and 10 at their own 35, trailing by five points, 228 left in the third quarter. Mind you, Bad X has not been at offense since 36 seconds remained in the first half. Lakers had the ball from 12 minutes to 5 minutes. A 7-minute drive covering 61 yards and 13 plays resulted in that Wisner touchdown catch. Lakers got the onside kick. They cannot do anything with it after 3 and out. Now Bad Axe finally back on offense.
1: The great call of the onside kick and recovering it is now on the wayside. It doesn't even matter anymore. The Hatchets recovered from that nicely. The Hatchets we've been watching the last decade that has been a devastating play for them they've never recovered uh, what you're seeing is a young team maturing quickly they are not phased by it and absolutely come out and make a nice defensive stand get their offense back on the field
0: it's a handoff to number 20 Blake Tulaski going around the left edge and he can't find that seam and bad axes Zach Kretschmer finds him in the backfield for a three-yard loss back at the 31 yard line maybe even the 30. Second down and 13 upcoming for the bad axe hatches 2:12 left in the third
1: Great job there by Kretschmer as that play, you see Brady Tulaski keep finding himself going further outside, further outside, Blake Tulaski, excuse me, going sideways, nowhere to go, and Kretschmer doesn't miss him in the backfield making that tackle.
0: Less than two to play in the third quarter, still 12-7 Lakers leading as they scored at the 5-12 mark in the second half. Second down and 13 from the 31-yard line, Bannocks on their own side of the field marching left right across your radio. Receiver wide to the right, and it's going to be a direct snap to Minehold. Has a lead blocker in front of him, but can't do much with it. Gets out for two hard-fought yards, out to the 33-yard line. Tackle made by Lakers. 26. that would be Ethan Wisner, linebacker and third down and 11 for the Maddox Hatchets.
1: The Hatches are going to have to design something here rather quickly to try to break free a big play on this defense, but on third down and 12, I don't know if that's the situation. Third down and seven or six, uh, you might see a reverse or a pass play, but it certainly looks like this offense with all these young players, you're seeing three and four guys shift in and out on every single play. They've had two delay of games because they can't get the play call and the right personnel in fast enough. They are dealing with a lot of challenges, and,
0: here we go. We're going to see f- spread offense, two receivers in each direction. Five seconds left in the play clock. There's the snap. It's going to be a direct snap to Minehold, and he tries to get out of the backfield. He cannot, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage, and Ethan Wisner's there to stop him in his tracks for no gain, and now Bad Axe facing a fourth and 12 in their own territory. It's going to be more than likely a three and out.
1: Now, this is Micah Gordon territory here. He's going to try to boot it deep and pin that Lakers, back, uh, Lakers offense back as far as possible.
0: So 4th and 11, according to the spot, Micah Gordon out and waiting for the punt. And Lakers sends one deep back. That's Garrett Bowles out to his own 29-yard line, away in the punt. 15 seconds left. Snap a little off kilter, but he gets it away. And it's a little not online, but it bounces big time for the Axe Hatchets across the 40 and comes to rest of the 34-yard line. So Micah Gordon's punt. Flips the field, and Lakers back in offense just like that after a three and out for the Bannax Sanchez on offense. First and ten for the Lakers at their own 34-yard line.
1: Uh, the pace this game is going, if the Lakers can find a way to manufacture one, two, even three first downs, they can severely milk this clock down and allow Bad X maybe just one more possession with the football. So with that being said, a touchdown here by Lakers could be absolutely devastating for the Hatchets, who defensively has played an absolutely outstanding game other than they got burned twice on third down and 20.
0: Six seconds left here in the third quarter. Last play of this quarter, 12-7 Lakers leading back in offense, and with the I formation, two linemen as fullbacks. Hand off to Ethan Wisner right up the gut, and Badax sniffs it out and gets out to the 35-yard line. Fumble on the end of the play. We'll see who ends up coming with that one up at the end of it. More than likely could have been uh, Jake McPhee came out of the pile with it. They're going to say he was down by contact and they're going to say the end of the third quarter with nothing there 67 on the tackle for the bad axe hatch it's luke Schember, and it's time for another commercial break we're 12 minutes away from finishing this one up and it's a five-point ball game lakers 12 bad axe 7 on the wldw sports network Second down and eight, upcoming for the Lakers. (laughs) On their own 35-36 yard line. Pitch to Logan Carlson Russell coming around the left side. Moves forward, has positive yards by about three yards out to the 39-yard line. Been all said and done. Number 44, Carson Affer as well as Toby McPhee on the stop for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Third down and five, upcoming for the Lakers, leading 12-7 with 11.45 left in regulation at their own 40-yard line.
1: Just seems so promising. They make that pitch, and you take a quick peek at the sideline, and you see nobody there. But them, ha- those hatchets, those, those ends and the outside linebackers rotate and get to the sidelines extremely fast, and they have done a great job making tackles in open space. And Collison Russell is getting two there, and
0: that is it. Lakers with 40 plays of offense for 172 yards of the night. Bad X, 20 plays. And it's a pitch to Zach Kretschmer coming to the uh, near sideline. Gets out one tackle. Gets out two tackles. Has the first down across midfield. And he is gone at the 30, to the 25, to the 20, to the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Lakers. But there is a flag back at the 47-yard line as well as at the 14-yard line. And...
1: The one downfield, I can tell you right now, is absolutely not a block in the back. But it was unnecessary to block him. He, the, the The play was gone. He was going to score, but he makes a hit from the side, and they're going to give him a block in the block in the back, even though it was
0: not. And now Ethan Wisner, not too pleased, is talking with the officials at midfield. All the officials, Congress in session here, trying to figure out what these flags mean. So it's at the 48-yard line is the first flag here.
2: There are multiple fouls on the offense. Personal foul, blindside block, offense, that penalty will be declined. Holding, offense, 10 yards from spot of the foul, replay third down.
0: So the blindside block was the one downfield at the 15-yard line. The hold took place at the 48. So instead of a touchdown, instead of a first down from the start, the first down, or the 10-yard penalty begins at the 48, pushes them back to the 38-yard line, which is one yard behind the original line of scrimmage.
1: You could go to a commercial break and come back, and I don't think we can explain what happened on that play. But uh, the blindside block, I can get on board with that. It was definitely not a block in the back. I will say this. It was absolutely unnecessary for Garrett Bowles to do that. The touchdown was going to happen. However, I did not see the hold here, but they've been calling holding all night long, and a first down play now turns into third down and long.
0: Third and six, Connor McCain looking to pass downfield to opposite sideline. It is into the hands of, looks like, Garrett Bowles there at the first down mark brought down by Blake Tulaski, right at that first down marker at the 44 yard line this will all depend on the spot and we will see they're going to mark him down right at the 44 they may have this by about six inches but we will see they're going to call these officials out here trying to figure this out and may even have to call the sticks onto the field and they're going to say first down first down just enough by the nose of the football to move the chains first and ten
1: normally you can tell from here you got it by about two inches
0: yeah um, you yeah. You know, we played football in our day.
1: COVID, COVID rules. You can't bring the chains on no, the field. Clark. No,
0: no, 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 Oh, he... Bob Benke is on this chain gang tonight. We're here. No,
1: he's not moving. <laughs> he's he's, going, no, he, he he's might, going two directions. That's east and west, and that's it.
0: And he might dance onto the field. We're not sure, though. First <laughs> and ten double wing offense. Pitch to Zach Kretschmerk to the near sideline. Has... Pass the line of scrimmage across midfield and is finally brought down after a nine-yard gain of the 47-yard line of Badax. 10 10-16 stops the clock momentarily, and then we have a flag at midfield.
1: This is an easy call here, guys. They're going to get, e- e- get Ethan Wisner. I'm sure Dan Banky saw it. They're going to get Ethan Wisner. He's got both of his hands on the backside of the shoulder pads. <laughs> that is an easy hold. That one was very obvious, and that's going to cost him another Holy 10 yards.
2: Offense. 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Replay the down. First so, down.
0: So that is two first downs negated by flags on this drive alone. 10-16 left in fourth quarter, and it is still 12-7 to Lakers leader. That's nine offensive penalties for the Lakers tonight. And first and 15 upcoming from the 39. Then you get to the bad X-46.
1: They finally get a good play, but obviously uh, a hold negates that on the running game. Just not able to get anything going. Uh, Kretschmer averaging 3.5 yards a carry. He's the leading rusher. 13 of those carries for 47 yards.
0: First and 15 from the 39-yard line. Working off the right hash, man in motion. That is Kretschmer. Pitch to Wisner coming around the right end. Cuts up field, and he's brought down to the 43-yard line. It's going to be a gain of five on the play. Flag flies at the end of the play on the near sideline. Judge, this could either go either way here. There's a little jabbing going between the, both teams, and looks like this will this looks like it may go against Ethan Wisner.
2: After the play, dead ball, personal foul, offense, 15-yard penalty from the end of the run.
1: Second down. Was it Wisner or Collison Russell?
0: Wisner was in the area. Not sure what was said. Perhaps the magic word. Feels somewhat like Groundhog Day suddenly. (laughs) As Lakers gets pushed back even further at their own disposal. Now they're at their own 29-yard line. The first down marker is across midfield at the Bad X 46-yard line. First down marker is at Cleveland Street. 940 left in the fourth.
1: I think you should go to commercial just so we can gather ourselves here. This is getting absolutely out of control.
0: That's what, 10 flags for Laker offense tonight?
1: I think they've had 10 on this drive.
0: Working off that right hash, second down and 22, a pitch to Logan Carlson. russell going to the far sideline, has a lead blocker, and has positive yards, but he's going to be forced out of bounds around the 35-yard line, we'll see where they mark him out, looks like at the 34, for a five-yard gain, pushed out of bounds by Blake Tulaski of the Bad Axe defense, and now we've had a successful and complete down of football there, and it's now third down and about... 19 to go.
1: All right, I, I wasn't sure. I thought you were getting ahead of yourself there, but yes, you are right. We did get a, a completed play-in without going backwards.
0: So third down, 20, going to the spot at the 34. They need get to the Bannex, 46. We've seen Lakers convert on a number of these tonight. but Th- Third down and 20. The
1: Lakers that's, have that's been very number. good tonight. They've been excellent. Two Say, for
0: two. Saying two wide to the right, two to the left, including Ethan Wisner in the slot. Connor McGain all spines in the pistol. Looking back, the line collapses. He's in their pressure, and this one's thrown away. There was no intended receiver around that, and that could be and now the officials are going to talk this one, and this could be intentional grounding on Connor McKing. There was not a receiver around the area.
1: They're gonna talk about whether he was hit as he threw, if that will counter the flag, but the way it's been going tonight, I would be <laughs> shocked if there's not a yellow <laughs> handkerchief on the field here shortly.
0: And they're going to let that one go. I think they've hit their quota for a drive already. So, fourth and 20 for the Lakers. Sending deep back would be Corbin the Galt. He stands at their own 35-yard line weighing the punt from Logan Collison Russell.
1: There's no doubt in my mind these guys are getting paid by
0: the hour. <laughs> Collison Russell's punt is a line drive. It bounces at the 44, takes a big Laker bounce inside the 30, and comes to rest at the 26-yard line. So, Bannex will have a 74-yard field in front of them. With 8-19 remain in regulation as they trail by five points to the Elton Pigeon Pigeon Bayport Lakers. The Lakers have found the end zone twice tonight. Axe just once on a defensive touchdown, the first score of the night. Axe trying to get some offense going here in the second half.
1: They've accumulated 46 yards of offense. Uh, that is it. And it's just, I know they have a, a very young offensive squad. They're missing a couple. They're very important playmakers. But... It's been almost entirely direct snaps to one of the two backs, actually one of the three backs, and direct runs right or left. You saw that about 90% of the time, and then it's been playing field position. And they've done an excellent job, other than they've allowed two deep passes that
0: will help the Lakers score twice. Otherwise, their defense has been phenomenal. Eight nineteen remain, and a pitch out to Corbin Legault, and he's brought down to the backfield by big man 52, Colton Oyavidez. Back at the 20-yard line, a loss of six on the play. Ollevita's found himself back in the backfield by him loathsome with Corbin Legault and brings him down for a six-yard loss.
1: Direct snap to Legault. He tries the left side and Colton Ollevita, as we said, just an outstanding linebacker, is in the backfield quickly and meets him right there. And he is going down in a hurry for a big loss on first down.
0: Second down, 16 from the 20. Badak still in the huddle, running up to the line of scrimmage now. 7.40 remains in regulation. Setting wide to the right one. That's Jensen Emmerich. Everyone else in the backfield, that would be Corbin Legault and Griffin Minehold. Direct snap to Minehold, and he pitches it out to Corbin Legault. Has room. He has passed the relig- or original line of scrimmage and brought down at the 26-yard line by Mason Dubes, and a flag flies at the end of the play. We'll see if this is against Bad Axe or the Lakers. As you can hear, the crowd... With a collective exhale and sigh. Officials trying to sort this one out. 721 remain regulation. This will go against personal foul against the Lakers. So a six-yard positive gain for Corbin the Galt. Tack on 15 yards beyond that. During
2: the play, personal foul, late hit, defense. 15 yards from the end of the run, results first down.
0: I do believe that was... Garrett Bowles on the late hit. Lakers now with 10 penalties. 11 penalties for what? I think it's 90 yards now. A lot. One wide to the left in the backfield. Corbin the Galt and Griffin Meinhold. Direct snap to Meinhold. Keeps it for himself. Has positive yards. He's across midfield to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, to the 30. And he's tracked down by two white jerseys at the 25-yard line. Zach Kretschmer and Garrett Bowles track down Griffin Meinhold, finding that gap off off of tackle on the right side of that line and breaks out for a big run.
1: Great patience by the sophomore. They're on the option to the left, and you see Oyavita, the defensive end, and the linebacker both jump out and take away the pitch option, which is what they are supposed to do. But nobody picks up the quarterback. The middle linebacker needs to rotate over. You don't see him, and Griffin Meinhold makes him pay. He notices both of the guys go. He tucks it for himself. And one cut to the right, and then he sprints down the right
0: sideline for the biggest offensive play of the game for the Hatchets. A 34 yard win. It's an option out. It hits the turf, and, he, and Corbin LeGault has to jump on it back of the 33 yard line. This will be a loss of eight on the play. Griffin Meinhold comes up a little ginger. He's going to be coming to the sideline here, hurting. And second down and 17. Blake
1: Smithers introduced himself to Griffin Meinhold, and that's why the pitch was behind, because Blake Smithers flattens Griffin Meinhold on the play. And I don't know if you saw it afterward as a sign of sportsmanship, but Blake Smithers with two hands picks him (laughs) up by the chest pad, sets him up, and taps him on the helmet. (laughs) Nice to meet you, says Blake Smithers. Uh, But that pitch was offline because of the pressure created by Blake Smithers. First time we've really called his name tonight, and he forces a bad pitch. Axe recovers, and but a seven-yard ma- loss.
0: And another flag as Bad X has too many men on the field.
1: Dead ball,
2: substitution infraction, offense, five-yard penalty, remains second down.
0: Well, if you didn't know the rule book by the end of this game, you certainly do now. Another penalty on the on the night. Lakers with eleven penalties for ninety yards. Axe, five penalties for thirty-five yards. Collective sixteen flags of the night. Second down and 22. Now the first down marker is at Pinnabog. <laughs> Baddix comes up to the line.
1: We saw number 24, Andrew Parteka, sprint off the field. And again, that triggers the officials to recognize there were too many men on the field. And now the hatchets cost themselves five yards.
0: Direct snap to Corbin Legault. Comes around, has a lead blocker. Cuts back up front. And he has about six yards gained on that one. Gets down to the 31-yard line. A little action at the end of that play. The, and tackle made by 23. Zach Kretschmer for the Lakers. Positive yards, but still third down and 16, maybe even 17 upcoming for the Badax Hatchets, trailing by five points, five and a half left in the regulation.
1: A good, a very nice patient run there by Corbin Legault, staying behind his lineman, waiting for the hole to develop. And once it does, he doesn't miss it and bursts into the secondary for a gain of about six, maybe seven on the play. But it's still third down and 16 as we see the Hatchets spread it out with four wide receivers.
0: Minehold with Tulaski to his right in the shotgun, two receivers each way. McPhee and Gordon wide left Griffin throwing down fields He's hit after the pass and This one's brought in by Ethan yeah, Wisner on the what? interception But they're going to say there's a flag here In the backfield and This is more likely going to be a Roughing the passer That's exactly what it is Roughing the passer against the Baddox Hatches They call the play dead or Excuse me against Lakers Yes, I apologize
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong Maybe high school sports is different But wasn't that ball tipped? So how can you, off the passer, if the ball has been deflected already?
0: blow to the head might be the only thing. I will say that I did see the the helmet jerk backwards there, so that is definitely a possibility.
2: Personal foul, Roughing the passer. Defense. 15 yards from the previous spot. Automatic first down.
0: That's an automatic first down. And I like how the officials even get a little more energy into his calls.
1: He's had a lot of practice. He's had a lot tonight. of practice I'll tell tonight. You
0: that. So that is now 12 penalties for 105 yards on penalties for the bat- for the Alton Pigeon Bayport Lakers.
1: I will make that my homework assignment for Sunday night because I I would be certain that once that that ball is deflected, you can't have roughing the passer anymore. But uh, it, nonetheless, it is a first down for the Bad Axe Hatchets in a very tough situation. But now with 4:55 to go in this game, down five, the Lakers have the or the Hatchets have the football and their drive is now
0: inside the red zone of Lakers. They're at the Lakers 16 yard line. The officials back meeting here, trying to square this one away. First and ten. After roughing the passer, dead ball immediately if that happened. Ethan Wisner brought it in. By that point, it was already called dead. Perhaps, Dave, that's exactly what they're discussing right now.
1: Well, if it was a blow to the head, that would be different. Uh, That would be unnecessary roughness. But roughing the passer, I don't know if that can happen. Because he deflected the ball before he tackled the quarterback. Very interesting to hear what they're discussing right now.
0: Well, we'll find out soon. Are you sure? I am sure. 4.55 455 left in the fourth quarter. You sent me up for that one. Come <laughs> I had, on! I know now. I did. You can't do that.
1: Uh, it was put I put it on a TV <laughs> before and seen you swing. I didn't know if you were gonna hit it or not.
0: <laughs> That's my first good drive of the season. <laughs> it was right 12, down the pipe. 12 to 7. Lakers leading. Bad acts driving though at the 16 yard line. And looks like everything is fine. Uh-huh. The official that would be Jim Niswander from Bay City, giving an explanation to Steve Erberg. And first and ten from the 16 of Lakers Bad Axe on offense, tr- marching down the field due to positive yards as well as flags. Meinhold downfield to throw to Gordon. It is caught. Touchdown Bad Axe. Griffin Meinhold connects with Micah Gordon from 16 yards out for the score, and Bad Axe takes the lead. It is now Bad Axe 13, Lakers 12 with a PAT upcoming. I can tell you what, the, the quarterback position for the
1: Badax Hatchets looks bright for the near future. That is a beautiful throw by Meinhold into the arms of Micah Gordon, thrown right in a perfect spot. It, the receiver got open anyways, but the throw was right on the number, and the Axe Hatchets take the lead here at home with 4.50 to go in this game.
0: Six-play drive, 72 flags and 74 yards and now we have a timeout called by cal pokley so he wants to discuss things here as they lead by one point with four minutes and 50 seconds left in regulation
1: well why he's calling a timeout is because he just realized that he is down he is ahead one and kicking the extra point and going up two is pretty irrelevant chances are lakers is not going to tap the field goal in this game but if you're up three you can't lose if they do pull off some miracle field goal late in this game
0: well even if you go for two you know Lakers have been going for two point conversions this entire game. If you go up by two now it's 15 to 12 and then if Lakers scores the two point conversion for Lakers really is out of the window here if you go for two and make it.
1: I look at it as uh, you're up one and if you don't get it you're up one. one. But if you kick the extra point you're up two. I I don't see the benefit of that. I think you absolutely have to dial up a two point conversion here and go up three.
0: Never question the kicking game. You should know this. So we'll see. But no, you're absolutely right. I, 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 I concur with you on I, that one. I think you've got to try to go up three here. And they are exactly doing that after a timeout with four fifty left. That's the first timeout called by Baddox in the second half. 450 remains in fourth in the regulation here. Badex 13 to 12. Three men backfield. Parteka, McPhee, and Affer. Direct snap to McPhee. Lead blocker in front of him still turning, trying to go on a second effort and he's gonna be stopped at the one yard line the two-point conversion is no good and so with four minutes and 50 seconds left in the first round of the playoffs we have ourselves a one-point ball game Axe 13 lakers 12 on the WLEW sports network Leads by one point, 13 to 12, four minutes and 50 seconds left in regulation. You're listening to the WLDW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, Rochelle Ramsey, and Dan Banky with their call tonight in a thriller and a flag filled event. Ball bounces from Gordon down to the 15-yard line brought in by Zach Kretschmer. lowers the shoulder at the 30, and Baddix upends him there. So it'll be a 70-yard field to work with for the Lakers. Tackle made by Baddix's Cody Belly as well as Andrew Parteka on special teams first and 10 Lakers.
1: Who knew this would be a game where the team who has the ball last is going to determine who wins this game, and that's what it's come down to. This is probably the last series for Lakers. Down one on the road against your rival. You've lost to them already on your own turf. Down one, just under five minutes to go on a game where offense has been hard to come by. Lakers has accumulated 192 yards now, but they've had a couple long pass plays. The running game has not been able to get going.
0: From the 31-yard line and around for Zach Kretschmer, gets down to the near sideline across the 35. They're going to say tackled inbounds, strangely enough. And... Jake McPhee is down on the near sideline. He's going to be need assistance here. Looks like he is injured and uh, is... Always hate to see this, especially from a young player.
1: I will say this. It was easy to determine that it was him by the uh, the tall pink socks.
0: <laughs> yes. So they're going to work on this one. Jennifer Jones, nurse practitioner from Sure Health on the site. 13-12. to 12, Ben X leading by one. Lakers on offense, and we are going to take a short break. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. 415 remains in the fourth quarter. Bad X 13, Lakers 12. Jake McVee now staying on his own power, but not the most steady as he has been, perhaps going into concussion protocol. Second down in six, it's a pitch to Zach Kretchmer and brought down in the backfield by Bad X's Andrew Parteka back of the 30 yard line. That is a loss of five as Kretchmer tried to find green space and Parteka brought him down.
1: I said we talked about this earlier. That's kind of the risk reward of the way this offense is run. When they run those ends, across the field they are five yards deep until they make a move and Parteka does a great job exploding off the line of scrimmage getting into the backfield and wrapping up the tackler for a five-yard
0: loss i don't think jake McPhee knows where he's at right now sir so sitting him down third down and 11 as they continue to work on mcfee on the sidelines spraying things out one to the left two to the right man in motion logan Carlson, russell mccain looking to pass throws down in the slot and it's picked off by number 44 carson apper going the other way down to the 10 yard line and finally ripped down at the six yard line balls loose at the end they're going to say is he down as a bad X player jumped on it in the end zone but they're going to say he was down at the six yard line wow talk about a change of events there number 44 carson apper 5'11", 195-pound senior brings in an interception from Connor McCain. Now we have a flag flying at the end of the play with one blue jersey in the area and a whole bunch of white jerseys. Keep in mind,
1: Colton, Oyavita makes the tackle to prevent the pick six. But this flag is going to come well after the play is over.
0: Unsportsmanlike conduct against the Lakers. Half the distance to the goal line from the six to the three. That's their best flag they've had all night tonight, Dave. I don't know how you can keep track, but, yeah,
1: I would guess that was probably the one that cost
0: him the least as well. 13 penalties, 108 yards. First and goal from the three-yard line, 316 left in regulation. Bad X knocking on the door. Credit to another turnover in their favor.
1: Yeah, McCain had had predetermined where he was throwing the football. There was double coverage, and his receiver plants his foot, and when he turns to look for the football, the throw is made is thrown behind him and right into the arms of Carson Affer, and he turns it upfield and does his best to get it inside the 10-yard line, tack on an unnecessary Uh, Penalty after the whistle, and Bad Axe now in the driver's seat, inside the five, looking to take a
0: two-score lead. Hand off to number three, Corbin LeGault. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Bad Axe. Yes, it is, and 3-10 left in regulation. Bad Axe takes on the second straight score, and now they lead by nine, excuse me, seven points, 19-12. 3-10 left in the fourth quarter with a potential two-point conversion or a PAT upcoming. They can do both. Bad X swinging all momentum to their side.
1: Unique situation. Micah Gordon is an excellent kicker, and you can almost chalk him up for a guaranteed one. I think i take it there to lock yourself in to a really good score. Otherwise, uh, going for two could put this out of hand, but otherwise, what a great series of events led by the
0: Bad X defense. Three yards, one play. It's a bad snap, and Micah Gordon cannot get the kickoff, and so the 2 extra point is no good. The score remains a seven-point lead for the... Bad Axe Hatches with 3 minutes and 10 seconds left in regulation. Bad Axe 19, Lakers 12 and the WLW Sports Network. Being powered by Anger Valley Services. Three minutes and ten seconds left in regulation. Bad Axe tacks on their second score. In the second half, they take a seven-point lead, 19-12 The to to PAT. Bad snap was no good. Bad Axe by seven points. 190 seconds remain. It's a scrib kick. Comes into the 30-yard line, and he is down on bringing it in. That was number 54 for the Lakers on special teams. as Levi Tamlin, L- Offensive lineman as well as linebacker junior for the Lakers. First and ten for the lakers with a 70 yard field in front of them they trail by seven points
1: well the Lakers special teams holds up there on the extra points so now down seven with three minutes to go this team now has still has a chance to take the lead in this game the hatchets defense though come up big with an interception and they're gonna have to be ready again because at some point mccain's gonna air it out we'll see if lakers this time around, can drive down the field and score.
0: The turnover ratio three to zero in favor of the Bad Axe Hatchets. So Handoff to Logan Gals, and Russell, and he's brought down in the backfield by number sixty for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Sam Haas got into the backfield. Did not let Logan Gals, and Russell get to the original line of scrimmage. A loss of two on the play second down and twelve from the twenty-eight.
1: The most impressive part about the Bad X defense is there are plenty of times where we're hearing Dan Banke. Call two and three names out at a time. Uh, when you look at the play, they're peeling three Bad X hatchets in the backfield off the running back. Uh, so the, the swarm tackling has been very impressive for the Hatchets. And outside of a, a busted play or two, their defense has been outstanding tonight
0: and now forces second and 12, which means. The Lakers got to spread it out a little bit. Saying two wide to the left. Kretschmer in motion to the far side. A little bit of a high snap. McCain to Logan Carlson Russell. Out of the backfield. And he lowers the shoulder at the 30. And he's getting back those two game, two yards back that he lost the game play before. And nothing more beyond that. 44 and 15. Carson Affer as well as Micah Gordon on the stop. They're going to say a three-yard gain at the 29 or 31-yard line third down and nine. Now They spread it out
1: but still run the same type of offense. They run Kretschmer in motion and then pitch it out to Collison Russell and he he goes going nowhere. He gets back to almost the original line of scrimmage. That's about it and now on third down and a long nine they're going to put four receivers on the field.
0: McCain back to pass, has blue jerseys in front of him. He's going to be ripped down and sacked. Fumble on the ball and is still loose back at the 20-yard line. Picks it up by number 58 for the Lakers. That is Colin Schutte, and he's finally brought down at the 24-yard line by number 44, Carson Ever. Connor McCain had three blue jerseys on him. Popped the ball up at the last second. Fumble on the play. Schutte brings it in. And now a fourth down and 16 upcoming, and we have a timeout called by the Elton Pigeon Bayboard Lakers. Uh,
1: that front four, Bad X, they're not blitzing anybody. They are back. They are back in coverage, and that front four, even without Toby McGee the, or uh, uh, the young McPhee in the game, they are getting into the backfield and causing McCain and causing McCain to have no time to throw the football. He does the right thing. He steps up in the pocket, but there are hatchets everywhere and pulls him down. The ball comes free, and an offensive lineman covers it up. To preserve, to preserve this drive for now, but fourth down and 16. That's a tall task to ask.
0: So the officials asked for 126 to be on the clock. Fourth and 16, the Lakers facing with 126 remaining in the fourth quarter. 19 to 12, Badax leading by seven points. It was 7 to 6. Badax leading at halftime. Lakers came out and scored to make it 12 to 7. And now. Bad Axe with 12 straight points in the second half on back-to-back drives. 4.50 left in the fourth quarter and then 3.10 after a fumble. Excuse me, interception got all the way down to the six-yard line in unsportsmanlike conduct to the three. One play later they scored. McCain on fourth and 16 has blue jerseys in front of him, throws this downfield and into coverage. and This one is getting knocked down and it's incomplete. Triple coverage in front of Ethan Wisner. Incomplete, Bannex takes over on downs at their Laker 25 yard line with a minute 18 remaining.
1: Yeah, because the play. He had to roll out. His receivers got too far down the field. McCain under duress, heaves it up in the air, and Wisner has to come back to the football, and because of that, the defenders of the Hatchets are in better position, and everybody goes up for the football, and of course, it hits multiple hands and falls to the turf safely. And now with a minute 18 to go, the Hatchet offense comes on the field with a seven-point lead.
0: Turnover on downs for the Lakers, and the flag, as Bad Eggs had... No, wait, wait. This is going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct against the Lakers More than likely here
1: Well, We did see a hatchet come running off the field So yes. the first glance that, that was,
0: that's, that, <laughs> When you when see a flag and you see a Ben X player Running off that would be about the fifth time tonight Let's see is The officials figuring this one out Dead ball
2: Unsportsmanlike conduct <laughs> Defense Half the distance To the goal First down
0: so, from the 24-yard line, they march 12 yards off that down to the 12. That is now 15 penalties for 132 yards for the Lakers. The Lakers has 186 yards of offense. Bad X has 97. So, more penalty yardage for the Laker offense and defense compared to the Axe offense. But yet, the Hatchets leading by 7 points. And they have the ball with a minute 18 at the Laker 12-yard line.
1: Now that opportunistic defense, they they have created two turnovers that have essentially scored them two touchdowns. That's made a big difference.
0: Direct snap to number 20. Blake Tulaski goes four down to about the 10-yard line. Tackle made by Lakers' Colton Ollevidas for a three-yard gain for the Hatchets. Clock rolls down to minute 13. It looks like we have a timeout called by the Lakers as Steve Reberg calls his second and one remaining timeout in the second half.
1: Hatchet's just going to go straight ahead here. That doesn't even matter to them how many yards they get. It's ball security. You go straight ahead. Keep it in bounds. They get three on that play and uh, they're going to force Lakers to use their second timeout. One remaining with a minute 13 to go. Uh, Lakers need a miracle. They need a turnover. Uh, they absolutely uh, need to force a turnover but even if you figure out how much time is going to be left, there's not going to be a lot for them to go the entire distance of the field. That's if they don't allow a Bad Axe first down.
0: Minute 13 remains in regulation. Second down and seven from the Laker 10-yard line. Bad X on offense with a seven-point lead. Lakers has had three turnovers plus a turnover on downs just now. Bad Axe has had one turnover on downs. That's it. No turnovers otherwise. 28 plays for 100 yards for the Bad Axe offense. Lakers 51 plays. So 23 more plays for the Lakers in 86 more yards for the Lakers than Bad Axe with 186 altogether. 117 passing, 69 rushing for the Green and White, and of course 14 penalties for 120 yards. Second down and seven. S- sending one wide to the right in the backfield. Corbin the Galt and Griffin Meinhold. Single wing to the right. There's the snap. Corbin Legault gets it. Goes straight forward. Across the 10, down to about the 6, maybe the 7-yard line, depending on where the spot is. There's a white jersey down there somewhere. That would be Blake Smithers down at the bow. That was six foot two, two 265-pound senior. Four-year starter for the Lakers. 106 remains. It looks like we have a fi- third and final timeout called by the Steve Verberg and the Lakers. So the rest of the way out here. No timeouts remain for the Lakers.
1: It's absolutely right, Clark. Badax is going to run two more plays. Obviously, two running plays. going to go straight ahead, stay in bounce. And if if Lakers is able to make the stop on both downs, there will be just a, a tiny bit amount of time left, I think. Well, did they
0: call timeout? They had to have. No, they're now the same. Why in the clock? So yeah. forget it. Apparently, it was just. You want to chat for a second, Dave? While we stop the clock. Now the clock rolls. Lakers still in the huddle. Steverberg discussing with the referee here now. And telling him to step away from the field. Bad now to the line of skirmish, and we have whistles after that. Clock now stops with 44. Now it's back up at 43. Rolling down. Receiver wide to the right in the backfield would be Tulaski and Mind is it's a direct snap to Tulaski goes right and it's a scrum down to the 7 yard line. Tackle made by Blake Smithers once again. Clock rolls down inside of 25 seconds now. And play clock is under less than 40 so that will be your ball game. Bad Axe upsets the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers takes them out for the second time this season and advances to the second round of the Division 7 MHSA playoffs the Bad Axe Hatchets defeat the Alton Pigeon Bayport Lakers on their home field this time around 19-12 your final score 7 point victory for the Blue and Gold and they advance to play Hemlock next week you're listening to the WLW Sports Network we'll wrap this one up a little bit chaotic game a lot of penalties a momentum swings, and when all said and done, after 48 minutes of play, the Bad Axe Hatchets victorious over the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. 19-12 to is your final seven-point victory for the Hatchets, their first playoff victory since 1978. Your home for high school football is the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Eager Valley Services. Final score, nineteen to twelve. The Bad Axe Hatchets win over the Elton Pigeon Bay Port Lakers. Dave Hanson, take it away with your scoring.
1: There was one score in the first quarter, and that was on defense. Jake McPhee on the second play from scrimmage for the Lakers strips Collison Russell and takes it to the house 53 yards later. The extra point is good, and at the end of the first quarter, Badacks would lead 7-0 in the second quarter. Just the one score, and that came with five minutes to go in the half when Kretschmer punched it in from two yards away. The two-point conversion failed, and at halftime, Axe would lead Lakers 7-6. In the third quarter with five minutes to go, McCain hits Wisner on a fourth and goal from seven yards out on a touchdown pass. The two-point run would fail, but Lakers would take its first lead of the game, 12-7, and that's how the third quarter would end. In the third quarter with 4.50 to go, Minehold hits Micah Gordon on a 16-yard throw and catch. The two-point run fails, and Bad X retakes the lead 13-12. Shortly thereafter, Badax would intercept a McCain pass, and on the next play, Corbin Legault would score on a three-yard touchdown. The extra point fails, and with 3.10 to go, Badax takes the 19-12 lead. The, bat, the next ensuing Lakers, Lakers drive stalls, and the Hatchets eliminate the Lakers in first round of the playoffs with a 19-12 victory.
0: I'll say two stats that kind of summarize this entire ballgame. Lakers, three turnovers, plus one turnover on downs at the end of the game there. And then the second stat, 14 penalties for 120 yards. That kind of sums things up a little bit there. Bad X altogether ended up with 33 plays, or excuse me, 30 plays and 105 yards of offense. The Lakers had 120
1: penalty yards. The Bad Axe offense could only accumulate 105 total yards. Lakers had more penalty yardage than the Bad Axe offense accumulated. Um, And if you could factor in another stat, figure out the fumble six of 53 yards and the interception that got tackled right on the goal line, that yardage, that was probably about 80 yards total? Yeah, about there, yeah. So Bad Axe's defense accumulated about 80 yards to the good. They almost had as much offense as their actual offense did. It was an unbelievable game.
0: The Lakers ended up with... uh 51 plays for 186 yards altogether. Three turnovers and two touchdowns. They average 3.6 yards per play. Uh, rushing the ball, 36 carries for 69 yards. Five com- five completions on 15 attempts, including two interceptions for 117 yards and one score. From Connor McCain, the average 23.4 per completion, including a 60-yard touchdown completion, or not, not a touchdown completion, but a 60-yard reception for Zach Kretschmer to start the moving the ball here in the first half early for Lakers rushing the ball Zach Kretschmer 15 carries 47 yards and one touchdown his longest run of the night 12 yards he carried the ball 42 percent of the time for the Lakers Ethan Wisner 12 carries for 20 yards and carried the ball for 33 percent of the time Logan Carlson, Russell six carries 11 yards and one fumble Connor McCain two carries loss of two on the on those carries and Colin Schutte one carry for a loss of seven when he jumped on that fumble at the end of the ball game Connor McCain, 5 for 15 for in two interceptions for 117 yards and one score. And receiving the ball is Zach Kretschmer, one reception for 60 yards. Ethan Wisner, the touchdown reception. And he also had four receptions altogether for 35 yards. Garrett Bowles, four receptions, 22 yards. And Logan Carlson russell one reception for zero yards. For the Bad Axe offense, 27 carries for 77 yards and one score. Passing the ball, 3 for 3 through the air for 28 yards in one touchdown altogether 30 plays for 105 yards rushing the ball Corbin Legault with 11 carries 35 yards and one score Griffin Meinhold eight carries 33 yards and Blake Tulaski eight carries for nine yards Meinhold through the air three for three like we said for 28 yards bringing those in Micah Gordon one of those for 16 yards and a score Corbin Legault one reception for 11 yards and Jake McPhee one reception for one yard
1: this game is like a 1950s Big Ten game <laughs> in a snowstorm, right? Like uh, with our leading rusher on the night was Zach Kretschmer with 15 carries for 47 yards. That's the leading rusher for either team. And the only player with over 60 yards of offense was Connor McCain because he completed five catches or completed five passes. Zach Kretschmer actually caught one of those balls for 60 yards. There's just not a lot of offense here. Neither team. Uh, wanted to make any change. They continued to do the same thing. It was Wisner up the middle. It was Kretschmer around the outside. And it was for the Lakers... 36 carries. They averaged 1.9 yards per carry. And for the Hatchets, it was direct snaps to different quarterbacks. And you can't even call them quarterbacks, really, to different running backs. And then the other running back in the backfield became the lead backer. So just direct snaps. Uh, You used to see the Florida Gators do that with Tim Tebow. They would snap it to him, and he would run right or run left. Essentially, that was about 80% of the Hatchets offense. They averaged 2.9 yards per carry. Um, But on the bright side of things, I did really like what we saw out of Griffin Meinholt. I thought he uh, had great composure. They asked him to throw the ball three times. He completed all three of those passes uh, for 28 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was big because it gave Bad Axe the lead late in the fourth quarter. Um, but it was very much an impressive defensive front winner for both teams. So the front seven did an excellent job uh, on both sides. And we saw a ton of punts and field position battles, a game we really haven't got to call this type of game this year.
0: Especially with the penalties.
1: Well, we hope you never see games like that. It's very hard to get in a rhythm, whether it be what really matters, the two teams on the field. But for us, too, it's it gets almost comical. Uh, when a play gets over, you find yourself scanning the field looking for yellow handkerchiefs. And some of those plays had two and three flags on the play. Uh, so it tells me that there were some pretty obvious holds, blocks in the backs that multiple officials saw it and was throwing flags on the play.
0: Dave, I'm trying to recall when the Lakers played uh, Beale City in second Half valley and i do believe they had over 10 10 penalties over 100 yards very similar and uh, they lost that i cannot remember the outcome of that game. They, they lost that game close to beale city and kind of the same result due to the whole lot, a lot of those penalties killed any sort of momentum instead of getting their defense off on third and fourth downs they're extending drives and marching down the field and bad x made it count you know this is the second time that the bad x had has not had a whole lot of offensive production yet they won the turnover battle and they stayed mentally composed and they beat the Lakers for the second time in three weeks. Yeah, what you're finding
1: is if if your your middle two
0: defensive linemen can contain
1: Ethan Wisner from that jump cut to the outside and allow him to get two yards, they go away from it quickly. What do they go to next? It's Kretschmer, and it's always around the outside. It's always the same direction. So, like we mentioned during the game, and and Dan Banky pointed it out, and we we noticed it throughout the game too, is that, oh, it's second and nine. They're going to run Kretschmer around the outside, and there was somewhat of a predictability to it. And uh, when he would go around the outside – guess what happens they spread their defense out they bring a linebacker up and they cut that play off right then and there and Kretschmer who normally likes to get to the outside and utilize the sideline was unable to get there the further to the sideline he went the bigger the loss on the play
0: and you have to credit I mean those defensive ends you'd be Jake McPhee, Toby McPhee, uh, Austin Valmering. there's just you'd look at the Axe defensive stats Blake Tulaski seven tackles one tackle for loss altogether, nine tackles for a loss for the Bad Axe Hatchets, including on 43 tackles, one interception, three tip passes, and actually two interceptions on the night. Blake Tulaski, seven tackles, one tackle for a loss for four yards. Micah Gordon, one tackle for a loss and five yard or five tackles altogether. Jensen Emmerich, four tackles, one tip pass, and one interception before the half is over. Jake McPhee, four tackles and one tackle for a loss. Luke Schember, four tackles. Andrew Partega, three tackles and one tackle for a loss. Carson Aver, three tackles, one tackle for a loss. Toby McPhee two tackles on the night, but certainly made his presence known all over the field. For the Lakers, Colton Oivitas, nine tackles, two tackles for a loss. Garrett Bowles, five tackles, one tackle for a loss. Blake Smithers, four tackles. Zach Kretschmer, three tackles, one tackle for a loss. Ethan Wisner, three tackles and one. Peyton Kinney, three tackles and one tackle for a loss as well. Mason Dubes at two. So even distribution from both sides, but when you look at it, Nine tackles for a loss for the Bad Axe Hatchets, six for the Elkton Pigeon Bay Lakers, but Lakers cannot cause a turnover on their, from their defensive game. Bad Axe clearly did, especially with that first score of the night, an interception, interception, which got all the way down to the three-yard line after a penalty. That's the ball game.
1: Lakers moved the ball with better success. They obviously shot themselves in the foot with multiple penalties. They turned the ball over, but uh, they their defense actually played a very nice game. I, I agree. And, and And the offense isn't going to get a lot of credit, but... Connor McCain hit a couple big throws on third and long. as a sophomore. Uh, Correct. He had a couple big throws, but he has playmakers. He had guys go up and catch the ball. They were basically Hail Mary throws because on third and 20, he just tried throwing it about 30 yards downfield and asked his receiver to go up and get it. And uh, he hit Kretschmer in stride. That was a great throw. And Ethan Wisner just went up and made a play on the ball when it threw it to him. But that made up for uh, a holding penalty, a false start penalty, and now you have third and 20. And they got a first down. So there were a couple signs of life for the Lakers' offense. But it comes down to me, three turnovers, 14 penalties, and 120 of accepted penalty yards. <laughs> true. Uh, that, That's very true. Because the average is 8.5 yards per penalty. There were multiple personal fouls that cost them 15 that one of them only went for three yards. That's right. So if you accumulate the whole thing, they lost well over one football field, possibly close to two football fields worth of yardage given away due to penalty and just uh, it just got spiraled out of control for Lakers and a young battle tested injury prone uh, beat up bad X hatchet team grind and played the game the way they had to. They went toe to toe with Lakers did not turn the ball over only had a couple penalties considering what the Lakers put up here on the on the stat sheet and was able to make things count. The defense had to fumble six to start the game the strip six, I guess you could call it, and the interception that got tackled at about the five yard line basically handed Badax their second touchdown. So the defense won this game to the Badax Hatchets.
0: This is the f- first time since 2000 and 2001 that Badax has won twice in a row against the Lakers. They won in 99, 2000, and 2001. They have not won two in a row ever since, dating all the way up to 2020. This is the first time in four meetings in the postseason that Axe has beaten the Lakers. And this is the first playoff victory for the Badax Hatchets since 1978. This one has to feel good for Cal Pokely, first-year head coach. This program has gone through so many lean years. They've been putting things together. Kelly Durr built the foundation for this program, put it into the hands of Cal Polkley, and here we are, a playoff victory, a Grhythm West Coast champions and now they get the pleasure to travel to Hemlock, the number one team in the district.
1: Well, unfortunately, that's what happens. Uh, that's just uh, the bad luck, but you had to win this game first to have a chance in the next one. And You're yes, right. Hemlock will be heavily favored. They're a very, very good football team, but... Uh, you did what you had to do. You won the football game. And uh, for the Hatchets and, and, and Coach Polkley, uh, you look at it this way. It's it's like Michigan State getting a new coach and beating Michigan and Ohio State in the same year. Or Michigan getting a new coach <laughs> and dreaming. beating State and Ohio State in the same year. I'm just, it's that comparison. Yep. To go out and beat the Lakers twice in the same season and eliminate them from the playoffs – in some ways, some of those kids on the Bad X team, that's like winning the Super Bowl. That is the biggest win you could have. And to be able to celebrate it twice in the same year is absolutely huge. So now I, I feel the Bad X Hatchets can breathe deeply knowing that the streak is over of not winning a playoff game. And they beat the, the Lakers twice in the same season. Yes, they will be heavy underdogs next week, but they can go out and play on house money knowing that they have already had a very good season, one of the better ones they've had in well over a decade.
0: The last time Lakers and play, Maddox played, Vince Blackstock, quarterback, who, you know the closest thing to a quarterback in a single-wing offense, had 20 carries for 61 yards. That was about half the offensive production. He's out of the game. Uh, Mindhold comes in, sophomore, clearly has an arm behind him. We saw him throw a touchdown. We saw him make plays. We saw him cut up field. We saw him you know turn and burn a few times. A bright future here for the Bad Axe Hatchets. You know, you hate to see the the Lakers, you know, we saw Blake Smithers grow up, we saw him get lean, we saw him get mean, you know, over the years and good good play on both sides of the ball, and now Axe have advanced to the second round of the playoffs.
1: Two things I'll tell you, Blake Smithers, I don't think is done with his football career. I, I think if he wants to, he could, no, pursue he, could, he, could, he could pursue it at the next level. Um, he is, certainly has the size. Uh, he didn't make the impact on the game that I would have liked to have saw tonight, but the talent and the size and ability is all there, and I, I think he's got a bright future still a few more years ahead of him. Uh, on the Axe side, um, beca- without Vinny Blackstock in the lineup, it allowed Lakers to crowd the line of scrimmage. The threat of Vince Blackstock throwing the ball downfield, that power arm, was not there. Uh, now, Minehold was asked to throw the ball three times, and as you can see, more of a finesse passer, uh, more uh, Drew Brees-like uh, than a guy who's going to launch it down the field 60 yards. Those passes that are thrown over top of defenders dropped into the arms. He made three of them that were on the money tonight when he was asked to do it. And I love what, they, what this underclassmen have been doing for Bad X and, it, and they have a ton of injuries on this team and it would be a shame if uh, McPhee cannot play next week I hope that injury isn't too bad but they will miss him rushing the passer uh, next week but uh, congratulations on Bad X uh, they absolutely out the Lakers here in a back and forth defensive battle and that defense won them the football game tonight
0: so the Lakers finished the season into a four and three mark Losing three of their last four ball games, Reese Badax, beat Tawas, and then lost to Badakx again. Axe Bad now improves to five and two on the season, winning five of their last six ball games. Lost to Sandusky to start the season, beat Carroll, Reese Vassar, and Lakers. Lost Ugly last week. Clearly came back from that ball game motivated. Corbin LeGault back at playing, and then beat Lakers on their home field. Now they travel to Hemlock next week. That will be a tall task for Sir. Sure. And now let's take a look at other areas' scores. We have a couple finals. We have a few uh, close to finals with a running clock. In Division 8 football, USA hosting Marlette. Final score in that one, 57-14 USA advances. And they will play the Ubbly Bearcats in Ubbly next week as the Ubbly Bearcats took out Brown City 42-8. Harbor Beach and Saginaw MLS will play tomorrow at 1.30. And they will play the winner of Flint Beecher and Flint New Standard. That game taking place tonight. It'll more likely be Flint Beecher against either MLS or Harbor Beach. In Division 7, last we heard, Sandusky was leading St. Charles at the end of the third quarter, 54-0. That was the score at halftime as well. And we haven't heard anything in the second half. City was leading Reese at halftime, 22-6. Unless we can find a other score on that one.
1: Yeah, to, pr- to preview the games next week, uh, obviously uh, sandusky City, and USA Upley are the two of the most intriguing games. Um, but our, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to... Let's jump ahead of the line no, a little bit we're going to jump ahead of line a little bit uh, with that game being in Ubley uh, we're not covering there that. there's no chance we're going there uh, made our decision easy so we will uh, visit the Red Hawks next week as they host the uh, Sandusky Redskins and what I think should be an absolutely uh, high-powered offense uh, two great offenses uh, playing very well it should be a great ball game
0: and you heard it here first like Dave said we'll be covering the Cassidy Red Hawks depending if they beat Reese tonight but last we heard yes they were leading Reese uh City did beat Reese so City will be hosting the Sandusky Redskins a rematch from five years ago in 2015 in a 7 nothing ball game where Sandusky won that one but we will be re- broadcasting from City next week as the Sandusky Redskins in the second round of the MHSA playoffs division 7 City hosting Sandusky next Friday at 7.
1: I can't wait for it it should be a great game and uh, City always makes great hosts over there so I, I can't wait to uh, call that game over there um We got a challenging task ahead of us yet. We got to find ourselves a Thompson uh, Chevrolet player of the game yet.
0: Oh, that's a very good point. All
1: right, I, I got it down to two guys, and we can We uh, we can no, no. We can hash this I'll, out. I'll uh, be
0: the, uh, the the split vote here. What do you got?
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, you got to start. You have to start with Jake McPhee and what he did. Yes. Um, he had four tackles on defense. Uh, one of them was for a loss. so will make it five total tackles. And uh, he had that fumble six to start the game early. Uh, and the other guy, and, and you have to take this very seriously, but you have to look at what Micah Gordon did. Mm-hmm. And I say this because he caught the touchdown. He caught the go-ahead touchdown late in that game. It was his only reception of the game on offense. Uh, He had four punts tonight. I know. I'm talking about a punter.
0: No, but... Four punts. You're you're speaking my language here, Dave. He
1: averaged over 40 yards per punt, Uh, obviously setting the tone for field position battle in a game where defense matters, Uh, so those are my two top options and uh, obviously uh, with doug's opinion and dan's i i'd love to hear what you guys think because in, in a brawl like this where their leading rusher for the winning team had 35 yards
0: uh it's opened a lot of different players i am I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna figure the special teams here, i know
1: i know you're gonna do that uh I, and i could go with either one and uh, there's no there's no loser in this oh, uh, let's, Jake, let's do code
0: co-players of the game we, cer- we certainly
1: can uh, right. I, uh, jake mcphee uh, we hope that he's available next week for this team uh, again i already mentioned with five tackles one for a loss and a 53 yard strip fumble recovery to the house for a touchdown and uh, michael gordon with a 16 yard touchdown catch that took the lead for bad axe followed by averaging 40 yards worth of punt per one run, inside the 20 160 plus yards of punt of net punting tonight uh, allowing no returns it was a that was that type of game tonight where those two types of players absolutely deserve the title tonight
0: and since paul adams is now in the booth i guess this is a good time to bring this up but the uh meaty round table uh victory uh goes in favor of clark ramsey so clark ramsey now has more victories than paul p adams on this season (laughs) the last two seasons combined you got him now (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. All four took Lakers, so by default I I took bad acts, and so I get the victory in that one. you got to feel like the Michigan State football team right now, don't you? No, he didn't drop his camera seven times tonight. So, <laughs> uh, Trust me, I'm a Spartan through and through, and it's going to be an ugly day tomorrow, I, I, let me tell you.
1: I, I don't know about that. Uh, you're a little more uh, – Pessimistic than I am. No, right I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I've been a Spartan for too long. I've lived through the John L. Smith days. I <laughs> oh, lived through the Bobby Williams tough. days. Those were tough too. I've lived through the Mark Dantonio days. We'll tell one of these days. We'll tell the Mark Dantonio story. Okay. Or do you want me to do it right
1: uh, now? I, hey, we. I thought the we game went fairly quick, even though there was some lopsided scores right. up there. If you got two minutes, okay. I well, all right.
0: So we were t- telling the story last week. We got cut off because of a football game. We apologize for that. But so the, the the line was during the Don Air last week. Is I, I made the comment that I may have aided in or at least helped cause Mark D'Antonio's heart attack when they beat Notre Dame on the uh, Little Giants f- f- fake field goal for the score in the in overtime what I meant by that was I was the on-field producer for the pre-game halftime and post-game shows for the Spartan Radio Network as my senior year I was assisting with them and working for them and so my job was to basically at the end of the game grabbed Antonio walk him into our little booth, which is up elevated by about eight feet in the tunnel. The tunnel has now been redone. It's much more beautiful, but it's not so much a old closet that we broadcast in anymore for the post-game show. That night, we had so many recruits at the ball game. The tunnel at Michigan State is extremely small as it is, and normally we have like when going for something high up in the shelves at Home Depot, you know, the big stairs that you roll into place, that's normally how we'd get into our booth there for the post-game show so many people obviously everyone stayed till the end Michigan State wins with a fake field goal in overtime to beat Notre Dame goes for the win they win D'Antonio of course his heart is was wailing at this point and then I grabbed Antonio we go over to the tunnel and I all I could find was an old wooden ladder that we need to climb up into this booth for and I turn to say coach this is all I've got we can't get the we can't get the stairs in here he looks at me and says really Clark What am I supposed to do? I'm I'm 22 years old at the time. He's how many times, you know, he's going on to be the Big Ten Coach of the Year. And so he climbs up that ladder, takes a deep breath, walks in there, does the post-game interview with us, and then goes immediately to the hospital after that. So...
1: The darn ladder. The darn ladder. The absolute ladder. I think it was the
0: ladder's fault, not my fault.
1: Right. You might have put the ladder (laughs) in that position, um, (laughs) but... uh,
0: but that's yeah. that's the mark d'antonio heart attack story
1: correct and and just to, to counterpart that we also live through the rich rod days and uh, uh i don't uh, want to mention, uh, mention the names after that yeah, exactly. and, uh, anyway so we all have our ups and downs but uh it will be a game that i'll have my eye on tomorrow and
0: talking about ups and more than downs lately the bad axe hatch is certainly moving in the right direction
1: you got a feel for them 1978 is a very long time obviously there's only one guy standing in this room that was even around in 1978 and uh, it's not would, us. it was not the three of us that called the game for sure um I don't want to say how old was, Paul is. It was Paul, yeah. It was what Paul. Do do man? He's a, he's a, <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so uh, congratulations to them. Uh, they they stayed composed. They they had a game plan. They executed it. And those young guys did everything they could. The offensive stat book doesn't look pretty, but it doesn't have to. Defense can win games. There's a lot of teams where defense has won everything. And uh, tonight they came up big. That strip fumble to set the, the start the game set the tone. Uh, the interception that returned to the five yard line. No surprise was followed by a penalty. They gave him half the distance to the goal, but uh, the Lakers shot themselves in the foot. They had a chance. They moved the ball better than Bad X. Defensively, was just as good, but less mistakes by a younger Bad X team with a bright future ahead of them.
0: And of course, we the action does not end tonight. We have the Strong Side taking place Sunday at 7 p.m. with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, and Paul P. Adams on Sports Radio 1021, live and worldwide at WLWSports.com, and also now streaming on YouTube, Go to go to YouTube and search for WLEW Sports. He'll pop right up. Click subscribe. Turn on notifications so you do not miss a moment of the Strong Side. Sunday at 7 p.m. You can watch the Strong Side live on YouTube as well as on Sports Radio 1021. We'll have plenty to discuss. Obviously, this ball game in front of us, Cass City, Sandusky, Harbor Beach, USA, Brown City, Uble- Ubley. A lot of teams to cover in one hour of action.
1: No doubt about it. Uh, some of these games were a little lopsided, so that'll help us cover it. But there, there were some big wins setting up some big matchups next week, and unfortunately, they're going to be at the exact same time. We can't be at all these places at once. So we've already told that we will be in Cass City to cover the Cass City-Sandusky game next week. But uh, obviously, there'll be a lot of eyes on the USA game. Those are two teams that are playing very well right now that are gone on,
0: on pace for a head-on collision. I agree. I agree. So thank you, Dave. Excellent broadcast tonight. Tonight's broadcast was being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, DS Services of Cass City, counter Radiator, and Air Conditioning of Mad X, Randy's Honey Center, 269 Guns. Here in Daily Tribune, home of the prep zone, North Star Bank, guy in the way. Here on Auto Parts, Bayport State Bank, Tina Seely of Farm Bureau Insurance, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? On behalf of our entire broadcast team, in-game analysis dave hansen director of sports information doug cole director of game data analytics rochelle ramsey and the best spotter in the business dan pankey my name is clark ramsey producer and host of this broadcast we hope you enjoyed tonight's game we certainly did a thriller from start to finish a lot of ups a lot of downs a lot of flags in this ball game together about 125 150 yards of penalties tonight between the two teams like we said, the strong side takes place Sunday at 7 p.m. In the next week, we'll be in Cass City for the Sandusky Cass City game of the second week of the playoffs. Until then, so long. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agra Valley Services on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.